Well, it's, uh, yeah, the floor is not mine. And, uh, you know, the, the one thing that uh, is really important to me is that it, it's all about Jesus. You know, Paul said, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. And uh, we, we know that the, the gospel is, is Jesus. And that's what we that's what we look at during this this Advent season is as we get ready for uh, celebrating uh, the the birth of Jesus. Uh, those of you who listened to the uh, audio recording last week, we weren't able to meet. We talked about the uh, the wonderful wonderful counselor who is is Jesus. This this gift that God has has given to us. Uh, our, our text again this week is uh, Isaiah chapter nine, verse six and seven, and this this passage is prophetic. Uh, it's, it's prophetic. It's written to the people of Israel who, according to uh, Isaiah eight twenty two, are are living in uh, uh, distress and darkness and fearful gloom. And so this prophecy about this this coming gift this this child that the father is going to give is a promise to these people who are are walking in darkness and they're going to uh, see a, a great light uh, they're going to they're going to rejoice like people uh, at at harvest uh, like like warriors who've won a battle and why read with me Isaiah 9 starting in verse 6 for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. And the zeal of the Lord of the hosts will do this. So last week we, we considered Jesus as, as the wonderful counselor. This, this morning we're going to look at the second name which Isaiah gives him in this passage. And it's the name Mighty God. So we need to ask the question, what, how, how is Jesus our mighty God? How is Jesus our mighty God? And of course we find the answer in the scripture. So Jesus' coming to earth has been a long anticipated event from, as Lee said, from the uh, opening chapters of, of the Bible, God has been revealing his, his plan of, of redemption for a, for a lost and, and dying world, a sinful people. Uh, in, in his encyclopedia of biblical prophecy, uh, J. Barton Payne, he itemized 127 messianic prophecies, predictions involving more than 3,000 verses in the Old Testament. God revealed a lot about this coming Messiah. Uh, details down to where he would be born, how he would be born. You know, God revealed that this Messiah would be a, a gift from him. And one of the ways that God revealed who this Messiah would be was through many names that are given through the Old Testament. Uh, a, a person's name in the Bible 
reveals that person's character. Person's name in the Bible rever- uh, reveals the uh, characteristics of, of a person. Uh, for example, uh, Yahashua, which in our English Bible is translated Joshua, comes from a verb meaning to uh, rescue or deliver. And if you know the story of Joshua, Joshua did that. He, he, this is a good name from him, Joshua, uh, the, the son of Nun, who uh, delivered God's people from their, their wanderings in the, uh, the promised land. He, he delivered them on many, many occasions from their enemies. Well, the name Jesus comes from the same word. And, and so the name uh, Yeshua is, is used by uh, Hebrew-speaking Christians and uh, Messianic Jews to this day all over the world. Jesus, Yeshua, uh, he's our rescuer. He's our deliverer. He's, he's our savior from sin and, and death and, and darkness. Uh, he, he's called many, many names in the Bible. Uh, Lamb of God, Lord, Messiah, Christ, uh, the, the word to name a few. Dan read that, that uh, or no, Dan, Danny read that uh, passage from uh, John. And so we're looking at the names of Jesus, the Messiah uh, that, are, that are found here in the writings of the prophet Isaiah. Uh, the book of Isaiah is many times called the, uh, the gospel of Isaiah because uh, it, it speaks of this coming Messiah who is going to be the savior of the world. He's going to bring salvation. He's going to bring uh, forgiveness. He's going to suffer and die for us. And uh, there, there are a couple passages that we think of uh, many times when we, we think of this coming Messiah. One of them is uh, Isaiah 7.14, which says, uh, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold the virgin. The virgin will conceive and bear a son, and she'll call his name Emmanuel. Uh, Matthew quotes this prophecy, and he points out that this word Emmanuel means God with us. God with us. Just, you know, what an amazing thing that this child who God is going to give us, this gift from God, is him with us, God with us. Isaiah 9, 6, uh, we see these four names, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. So, this is amazing. This is awesome. This is, this is wonderful that, that Jesus came in the flesh in the carnation, God in human flesh. The second name for the Messiah then is, is mighty God. God is mighty. The word uh, in, in Hebrew is gibor. Let's take a look at this word and, and, and let's see how it's uh, used in the scripture. This word is all over the place in the scripture. Proverbs 30, 30 uses this word mighty, gibor, uh, to describe a lion, a, a lion, mighty among beasts who, who retreats before nothing. You know, the lion's not afraid of other animals. Uh, it doesn't run away when difficult circumstances uh, come up. You know, we've, we've heard lions of lions as, as being, what, the king of the jungle, right? Daniel 11.13 uses the word mighty to describe a particular earthly king. A mighty king shall arise who will, shall, who will rule with great dominion as he will. So this is a a picture of a king who rules with sovereignty and, and uh, dominion. He's got absolute control. 
In 2 Samuel, we read about David's 37 mighty men. They're called mighty men because of their valor in battles and the, the, the description of these guys. We're not going to go into it, but they did some pretty amazing things. But you know, there's only one who's truly mighty, and that's God. Let's look at how this word is applied to God in the scriptures. Deuteronomy 10, 17 through 18 says, For the Lord your God is God of gods and the Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God, who's not partial and, and takes no bribe. He executes justice for the fatherless and the widow and loves the sojourner, giving him food and clothing. So God is mighty in righteousness and mercy and judgment. He's mighty in, in justice for uh, those who are in need, these, these people who others take advantage of and look down on. God is mighty in justice. Uh, unlike the uh, earthly kings, the, this God, this mighty God is not a tyrant. He doesn't, he doesn't do battle and burn and pillage and plunder like this king that Daniel was, was talking about. He doesn't kill the helpless and uh, the, the innocent. Uh, his, his might goes way beyond these mighty men of valor that uh, that we read about. You know, the, vic- the victory was won. Why? Because God was on their side, the mighty God. Uh, so this this word mighty uniquely describes the one who's truly mighty, stronger than any animal, stronger than a lion, stronger than any persic, person or angelic being, stronger than any force of darkness. He's mighty in love. He's the advocate for those who need salvation, and that's all of us. He's mighty to advocate for those who seek him. He's mighty in defending his enemies. Uh, he's, he's strong in vanquishing the, the powers of evil. So Jesus, here in this passage in Isaiah, is also referred to as mighty God. So as God is described in the Old Testament this way, Jesus is described. And it describes Jesus in a way that can't be a descriptor of, of any other person. You know, his, his name refe- reveals the character of this child, this, this gift, this son of God. Look at what the father says about the Messiah in uh, Isaiah 42.1. He says, Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I put my spirit upon him, and he will bring forth justice to the nations. So the spirit of God is, is upon him. Now let's, let's look at another passage in Isaiah that talks about the spirit of the Lord being on him. Uh, chapter 61, verse 1. The spirit of the Lord... Or the spirit of God, the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. Remember, this is the passage that Jesus, when he read in the synagogue, he said, this, <laughs> this is me. Today, this scripture has, has been fulfilled. Well, let's look at how Jesus is mighty. First, Jesus is mighty as king. 
Isaiah calls him king in uh, chapter 32.1. He talks about this king who will rule in righteousness. Uh, Jeremiah also applies this same title. Uh, Jeremiah 23.5, he speaks of the Messiah reigning as king. Uh, so in this, this passage, I'd like to point out a couple other names for Jesus. Uh, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved, Israel will dwell securely, and this is the name by which he'll be called. The Lord is our righteousness. So Jeremiah prophesies that this Messiah will be a descendant of uh, King David. He'll, he'll reign as king. Uh, he'll reign mightily in, in justice and, and righteousness. He, his reign will bring salvation. It'll bring security. Look how Jeremiah uh, introduces this other name, that the Lord is our righteousness. You know, this is the king who is going to bring righteousness to an unrighteous and uh, sinful world. Jesus, the mighty king, the one who's going to set things right. Jesus is called the mighty lion of Judah. This, you know, the image is, is given of the Messiah as, as a lion, this, this mighty animal, you know, mighty among the beasts who retreats before nothing. We, we read that earlier. Uh, weep no more. It says, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has, has conquered. Has anybody read uh, Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis? Quite a few of you. And uh, you know, C.S. Lewis uh, uses this, this same analogy, the same allegory of, of a lion representing Jesus. Uh, here's a quote. Wrong will be right when Aslan comes in sight. Aslan is the lion. At the sound of his roar, Sorrows will be no more. When he bears his teeth, winter will meet its death. And when he shakes his mane, we shall have spring again. That's from the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Jesus is mighty in his rule. Uh, our, our text in 9, 6, uh, Isaiah 9, 6 says the government will be on his shoulders. He's speaking of Jesus as, as a ruler. Uh, look at what the angel tells Mary when he comes to her concerning this uh, son that he's going to bear. He says in Luke 1, 31 through 33, Behold, you'll conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you'll call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he'll reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his king, of his kingdom there will be no end. And, you know, we look forward to... Uh, the day when, when Christ's kingdom will be revealed in its fullness. We don't see that yet, do we? But we're going to see Jesus' kingdom in fullness. Look at what Revelation 15, or excuse me, 11, 15 through 17 says. It says, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who sit on the thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who is and who was, for you've taken your great power and begun to reign. 
Jesus is mighty as creator. Uh, Both John and Paul uh, identify Jesus as as the creator. Uh, Nothing nothing was created that he did not create, it says. Uh, He was in the beginning with God. He was and is God. Uh, Colossians 1, 15 through through 17 reads, speaking of Jesus, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he's before all things, and in him all things hold together. That's an amazing verse. This name, Almighty God, certainly reveals Jesus as, as creator. Finally, Jesus is mighty in salvation. His, his love is mighty. His grace is mighty. His compassion is strong. Uh, you know, he went to an unimaginable lengths to restore us, to bring reconciliation between God and us. If we look in uh, Zephaniah, the prophet Zephaniah in his book 317 says, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love and he will exult over you with loud singing. He's in our midst. God's with us, uh, the mighty one who saves. Uh, let, me, let me quote from John MacArthur. Uh, it's on this slide here. Uh, speaking about Christ being God. He says, because Christ is God, he can forgive sin, defeat Satan, liberate people from the power of evil, evil redeem them answering their prayers restore them broken their uh, restore their broken souls and reign as lord mighty god over their newly ordered lives scriptures give us these names of jesus so we can see who jesus is these names describe him they paint a picture of jesus this gift from God who has, has been sent. He's Emmanuel. He's, he's God with us. Uh, fully God, but yet fully man who came and dwelt and lived among us. Um, yeah, I'm really captivated by this, this idea that uh, Jesus is God. And, and we should all be captivated by, the, by this idea. You know, Jesus is God with us as, as a wonderful counselor, as, as we discussed last time, he, he's all wise, he's all knowing, he's, he's the uh, kind of counselor that, that only God can be. Uh, this, this name, Mighty God, shows how you know, Jesus is all powerful, he, he's mighty. Uh, you know, this, this, again, this word mighty can be applied to so many things that we see through the scriptures, you know, forces of nature animals, uh, people, warriors, kings. But Jesus is mighty in the way that only God can be mighty. Um, 
in, in the first chapter of Matthew, uh, this, this angel appears to, to Joseph, uh, who was engaged to, to Mary. And this angel comes to Joseph and he says, Joseph, do, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, Yeshua, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin will conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. So Yeshua, Savior, Deliverer. Um, Unto us a child is born. Unto us a a son is given. This this wonderful gift of, of a child from from the Father, this this Son given by God to us, uh, what a what a wonderful gift! Uh, sent so that whoever believes in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. Uh, this this is a gift we cannot refuse. Second uh, Corinthians six two says, behold, now is, is the favorable time. Uh, behold, now is, is the day of salvation. This, this child who is God among us is, is mighty to save. Today is the day of salvation. Uh, if, you, if you have not believed in Jesus and received him as your savior, uh, now's the day, now's the time. Today's the day. Uh, receive him. He he died for you so that you can be right with God, so that uh, you can have eternal life. Let's pray. Um, Lord Jesus, you you are mighty God. Uh, we're we're amazed that that you came as one of us, dwelt with us. Uh, you, you you came as as a baby. You you lived a a, a perfect life, a, a life without sin. You you came to earth as as Emmanuel, God with us. Um, Lord Jesus, you were rejected. You you suffered. You you died on our behalf. Uh, you were you were raised from the dead that we would have the hope of e- eternal life. And uh, Lord, I just I just pray that you would. Speak to us deeply, Lord. Touch our hearts, and if if there is one who is uh, without you, who doesn't know you, Lord, I, I pray that uh, they would come to you, Lord. That you would speak to them, draw them to you, in Jesus' name. <laughs>